there and the more no's you see, that just gets you closer to your guesses. Make peace with money. That's a, that's a big, big, big money. It's a uh, culture professional business development program. Uh, it's five days. Free content for what I already learned. What, what changed my professional life. Hello and welcome to the Permaculture Vine podcast. Today we have a round table on uh, entrepreneurship and permaculture. Today we have Jason Thomas with us. Welcome, Jason. Hi. Thanks for having me. And we also have Ode Ode Welba. Thank you. Thanks for having me too. Uh, why don't Why don't you go ahead and introduce Jose first? I hey. think that'll help me get grounded in here. Yeah. Jose, do you want to introduce yourself very please first? Yes, thank you very much. My name is Jose Ansoleaga. I'm uh, living in Mallorca, Europe. I'm living permaculture life in, in off-grid homesteading in in a very dry place, in the driest place of, of the island. So I, I, I develop a business around landscaping, permaculture landscaping in drylands. And I found uh, that food foresting was agroforestry regenerative. Agroforestry was the one that really helped me to start uh, regenerating landscape around. So I created this food forest company. It's been already six years. We are pumping new new ways of, of, of building sustainable spaces for families and communities. Um, last three years, I've, I've been de- developing also educational platform for people that want also to start uh, this entrepreneurial journey in permaculture landscaping. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to have an amazing 2024. Great stuff. Jason, do you want to yourself there, please? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Uh, well, my name is Jason Thomas. I have this podcast called Regeneration Nation Costa Rica. I interview uh, project leaders around the country, regenerative leaders that have like anything from communities, permaculture farms, and other socially regenerative projects. And yeah, we just talk about many different aspects of making really your regenerative dreams your livelihood, your your like what you do with your life. And so um yeah i've been inspiring people through that and i do uh, business consultation for entrepreneurs that want to uh, establish a, a business with their regenerative goals and um, we've got some eco village tours coming up in just five days i'm going to be hitting the road with 20 people to visit 14 different uh, eco village intentional community projects around costa rica so that is uh, a big part of what I'm focused on these days is getting ready for those trips. Um, putting together a, a regenerative festival called Bliss Burn in Costa Rica for March. And I'm working with the Permaculture Institute of North America's Mighty Network Group, PCX, to bring more permaculturists to this really awesome uh, permaculture all the time social media site that is fostering great uh, conversations and people connecting with each other and we'll be soon hosting courses there like a uh, business development course for permaculture professionals so in a nutshell i've got a lot going on that's what i've been uh, focusing on lately 
yeah, that's uh, great stuff. So for me, I'm Cork. Cork. <laughs> I do a lot of religious myself. Uh, fine permaculture. So uh, we basically have a course coming out. Uh, just chatting with you guys before. You have courses coming out. So we're all releasing courses in February. <laughs> this that was uh, quite amusing there. And it were, it's good timing as well. So for me, I'm not. Uh, it's good that you two are the entrepreneurial experts. I'm mainly in a learning position. So this is what the podcast for me was about, to try and pick the brains of, of all our permaculturists and try and learn myself. Uh, so thanks to TV for joining us today. Uh, Ozzy, do you want to just tell us a bit about your entrepreneurial journey and, and how, how, uh, how all that started? And... Well, it, it started by needing money for myself and my family. And uh, from there on, I started to to make my way out and proposing my services out there. It was not easy. Firstly, because I didn't know how. Secondly, because I was afraid of refusal and rejection. And so those two elements were were big problem for the first two three years. Uh, then I started to work for only myself. I didn't know how to start uh, in a proper way with uh, people and and I was a solopreneur and I think a solopreneur in permaculture is uh, very weak and uh, not very efficient so then the third pillar was how to to start working with people how to attract uh, the the team that was professional enough to do the the, the jobs and the projects in the right way and um, after that, I discovered that I was having a problem with how to manage money and how to more than manage how to propose high ticket um, projects for for those people that I wanted to work with. I had to pay it, and all the all the prices were super super high. I didn't I wasn't used to manage all those numbers, and unless even to propose with those numbers to the client. So. Then <clears throat> a few years after, <clears throat> I a few years of of uh, mentorship with people that already know how to do this job, how to propose, how to follow up, make follow ups, how to call calling, how to market, how to prepare team, how to manage remote teams. So two two very very hard two years of training and uh, essay error of evolving makes uh, now that that I, I can move uh, five to seven projects per, per year, big projects, high ticket projects with uh, uh, a huge amount of, of professionals. And super happy. Um, yeah, we still uh, we still are pushing our way of, of of doing things, it's not easy to 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 move high ticket for forest projects, wherever you are, um, and then maintenance for three years. So you have to maintain a living macrosystem that is uh, attacked by by desertification and has problems with evapotranspiration, and we have lack of water. Half of the island is with problems with water, so we implement rainwater harvesting and rainwater systems. So yeah, we have fun and uh, we are happy 
we are moving forward. And finally, after seven, nine years, nearly nine years of putting that idea into the into my mind, we are starting to to be at ease. So a good last night, seventy nine years. Well, that's good and setting people's expectations. It takes takes a while. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time, mm-hmm. endurance, um, straightforward. Yeah, you you yeah, it takes time. That that formula that you can build up a business in two years, I didn't do it. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and uh, Jason, do you want to give us an idea of your entrepreneurial background as well? I know you touched on it a little bit. Sure. Well, I um, I guess I started as an entrepreneur. Gosh, when I when I left college, when I was like nineteen. Well, I did a year in college, and then I hit the road, and I went out to California, and I I ended up my car broke down, and I was on the street for three months, well two months, and was living and talking to a lot of homeless people, and like really getting a new download as to how the world was. You know, this was pre, you know, really internet access. This is like ninety or something anyhow i came back from that trip and went to college and all i could see were signs around saying coca-cola and credit cards like come pay us money we'll learn teach you how to work for somebody else be in debt and consume things and that's really all i got out of that next semester of college and so i left and i moved back to detroit and i got a job selling like kids books and cookbooks and calculators and stuff uh, just in town, like business to business, hitting people up on the street. <laughs> and I was just, I just learned. And it was like part of this warehouse that sent us out on these missions, they were just, they would have, we'd have these morning meetings to get us all jazzed up to go out there and get rejected. And, you know, they, they talked about this thing called the law of averages and how, like, if you go out there, nobody goes out there all day and asks a bunch of people, would you like this? And comes back with nobody saying yes. You always will find people to say yes. And so it's a law of averages. And there's just an average of people today, some number that are gonna say yes and some that are gonna say no. And you just go out there and the more no's you see, that just gets you closer to your yeses. And so like just this got programmed into me as a young man. and. And I did it. I went out there having fun, being like, I'm just going to go see how many people I can get a no from. And at the end of the day, I got some cash in my pocket, you know? And um, that was an enlightening experience. And after that, I I worked at some music stores on a commission basis. But then after Guitar Center told me I needed to cut off my ponytail to not get demoted back to salesperson after I got promoted to manager, it's just like, man, forget corporate America. I'm really done with it. And so at that point, I started tying balloon animals and at restaurants and parties. I was like 21. <laughs> and uh, I was running sound at a blues club and doing other different odd things. And then I hit the road. I lived six years on the road. I tied balloon animals for tips. Uh, we did volunteer work, different places. learned how to do a lot of stuff. And then... When I moved to Minnesota, I started also practicing Thai massage as my other, like, so I always had like two things, you know, Thai massage and balloon art, you know, and that was my jam for some years until I moved out to Costa Rica and I was on the 
opened this permaculture education center and just went for it. I was like, oh, I've visited dozens of communities and permaculture farms in my as a volunteer. I'm of course I'm ready to own my own place and host people and be responsible for all of them. Sure, of course. Let's just do it without planning. And so we went for it and uh, we had some good times and we had some hard times. And then uh, part of what's informed the work I do today is that my ex-wife pulled out uh, the permaculture design methods and the principles. And we looked at every aspect of our home life and how we're hosting people and not charging them and um, directing them or not. And having people wanting to be community members and not having any documentation to like show them what our starting point is for the conversation. And uh, we just, we just really gave ourselves a hard look using permaculture and we totally did a design to our business landscape and our lifestyle landscape. And that was something that really stuck with me over the years, how awesome it would be if more places did that. Um, because I've been here for 14 years now and I've seen a lot of these land projects like fizzle out and go home or, or fizzle out and stick around, but they're just still struggling after all this time, you know, cause they never really do the design and get, and like, get deep into breaking it down just in, in a holistic way and being honest where your ideals aren't really working out. So that's what I do now with people. I, I help them design their businesses using the permaculture design method. Uh, I've worked with some permaculture graduates that want to become professionals and that's inspired me to do a group, group program, which I'll be launching, um, well, it's launched the early bird closes on the 9th but we'll be end of february on the 24th we're going to start that and so now i'm kind of i've had my torch lit by a lot of coaches a lot of online courses a lot of hard knocks and uh now being able to light other people's torches and help them see beyond their taboos against business and the things that are holding them back from not embracing those learning curves that they never end, you know, but like having, deciding to be an entrepreneur, deciding to be a business person, it comes with a commitment to shifting our perception from, you know, what a lot of grassroots people just don't want to bother with all that stuff. And it comes a time where you decide, you know, like, I want people to come to my events. I'm sick of doing stuff and having it not work. Like I want to, I want to teach. And I can't teach what I can't sell because everyone's got free information. I need to present it in a way that really speaks to them. And so even if you're giving stuff for free, you got to sell it. And so that's what I work with people with on right now is just uh, thinking about what they have to offer from the other person's point of view, from the customers or clients. Like what's their experience interacting with your brand, with your products, with your services? And like um, that requires research, requires talking to them. Um, for me, the permaculture framework is perfect for doing a full assessment and analyzing and doing research and looking at it all contextually in the context of everything and then designing it intelligently to execute it. And you talk, I'll say, about the two-year plan, brother, like that's culture for. It's for fast-tracking, bending time and doing a holistic design so that you know what step goes in front of the other and how to lay things out in reference to each other so that every element stacks many functions or supports many functions and systems. And, and so, yeah, that's where a lifetime of being an entrepreneur has brought me to this point.
Yeah, my my experience was more of a a entrepreneur. I always wanted the the meal boss, but took years to get around to it. I used to fix uh I used to buy pallets of electronic goods and re- repair them and then sell them on. Uh I still are a few daft things as well. It never worked out, but uh now be fine at least at least I've been at this two years of still going at it. Uh don't find in there. Uh I can some buzz you've had from your podcasts. Uh, Jason, you mentioned like uh, you took courses like uh, or you looked at marketing techniques from Dean Graziosi and and what they call it, our guy Grant Cardone. And then Jose, you you mentioned as well about paying for for to be in the right rooms and, uh, and doing the right courses as well. Uh, for someone starting out, getting into permaculture, once they they sort of Without that entrepreneurial path, would you have any specific recommendations to what to do or what not to do when it comes to learning that outside marketing techniques and applying it to your permaculture yeah. business? Yeah. I think uh, we, I, I, I had too much uh, fear of going out. I was into my, uh, I don't know enough, so I cannot, I cannot do a professional service out there. So, uh, Getting getting lay 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 back in time, like postponing the moment facing your fears of being outside, pose, knock doors, cold calling. Um, so so all the all the big no nos that a, a a normal person has as a salesman because we don't know how to sell. And finally, when when, when you understand that, better to learn how to sell before you do whatever you do in permaculture, whatever you start to study. So better to know how to sell and start selling your dream already. I want to wasify the, the certified land. Okay, that's a dream. You don't need, in, really, in reality, if that is your dream, you don't need to know every specific part of uh, dry land and harvesting, water harvesting and uh, soil restoration. You don't need to be an expert on every, on every sector. It would take you seven years maybe to do that. And meanwhile, seven years pass, you, you are not earning money. And what are you putting your time to earn that money? So instead of that, if I was again 25 years old, I will start by knowing how to sell, why it is important to learn how to sell. Um, that's part of your mission and vision. Once you know how to sell, you know how to go outside, you know what to expect, you know how to follow up. You know how to propose your projects and your 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 vision and your objectives as an entrepreneur, and then when you have a concrete project or you have one, um, you specify, okay, I want to to be an expert on food forest. Then attract those those professionals that already are doing those jobs. You are the the bridge between the client and the professionals. You are the owner of that uh, brand or that enterprise. And then if you really, really feel like you want to learn from scratch about soil or about rainwater harvesting or about uh, food foresting or agroforestry, you you become not only the boss of the enterprise and the, the salesman and the, the, and the owner of the, of the, of the or one part of the owners, but also you can, you can attract those experts that you want to learn from into your business, pay them well, and everybody's happy. So I will suggest uh, realize that you are, if you are already 
wanting to to know more and the next workshop that will give me really really wise and then I, I could go out and, and become a professional better than that i will tell you face your fears be 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 be, be conscious that you are hiding my mentor the first thing that he told me stop hiding first thing direct to him face i paid him 2000 and the first meeting was you are hiding realize that you are hiding it's a normal thing but realize when you realize you can be you, you you will be able to decide if you still hide which is completely legal you can continue hiding on on uh, learn learning and continue learning and be there for 20 years more 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 years learning just learning or you stop hiding you face your fears rejection all those fears that we all have learning new skills how to sell your your vision how to speak to people, how to communicate, how to use your telephone, how to follow up, the importance of follow up, the importance of, of the quality of, of how you present your services. And then, uh, yeah, uh, just uh, go in the road, uh, knock doors, call telephones, speak with other landscape uh, entrepreneurs and businessmen, uh, offer your help, offer your doubts and find new mentors and then then the fears every day those fears become uh, open windows like it's it's crazy and amazing how big we think a problem is and when you face it how it evaporates and become a light and a, and a new uh, way of of air and information um so yeah one of one part of my my permapro workshop is helping those youngsters to to start uh, facing uh, salesman or entrepreneur uh, careers in permaculture landscaping, and because before or after they will they will face those those faces. So better at the beginning, the, the the difficult part better at the beginning, and then then you can start uh, helping people really helping people. Good advice, Jason. Wow, Jose, that was great advice. That was solid. Nice. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is, it's just, yeah, so on point. I think for me, you know, in like how to navigate these conventional mentors that are out there and bridge the concepts into whatever culture that you're marketing to, essentially, um, man, it's it can be tough. Like I definitely caught myself. Yeah. I wanted to learn from the best. I wanted to learn from the people that are that are wealthy and making massive impact in this world. Like these folks, these 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 new rich people that are have these mega like marketing businesses, like like Russell Brunson and these Gene Graciosi and a lot of these guys. Man, they are throwing down millions upon millions of dollars to like rescue children and a lot of other really gorgeous work in the world. And I'm just like, man, like all right, I'm going to see what they do. Right. And it's true. A lot of people of my culture, like they don't want to sit through hours and hours listening to these guys talk. Um, and, and when you use their methods, you really, it's like, you know, using chat GPT to create content or something, you really have to police how it comes out because if you're modeling from something that's designed to communicate in one way, 
and you're speaking to a culture that might be triggered by that, for instance, then you've got to like really be like, all right, how do I do a sales page that doesn't look like a traditional sales page so much that it does follow the psyche of human consciousness when it goes through such information, but it doesn't have the like big numbers all over the place and, and the kind of things that influence other people's decisions other than maybe uh, our customers. So that's a journey, developing your brand. And what I really work with people on is researching other people that you admire. Who are other permaculturists that you admire, that you like the way their vibe is, you like or, or whatever your field of, of doing business is like, find the ones you're like, man, they, they really give a good presentation. You know, I'm going to model from that. I'm going to think about what's different about what they do and what I do. And, and, you know, consider similar color schemes or similar just space on the web page between things or, and that's one way to kind of, you know, Russell Brunson is genius. Like with the, the, the click funnels world, they produce high quality uh, advice for how to sell stuff, how to get people to know that you exist and be motivated like crazy to support you, right? They're great at it. And I do recommend their education. Um, however, then there's people like Jose and I who've already watched all that stuff and we get it and we understand your customer too and getting help, getting somebody, you know, whether it's one of us or somebody else that's a co-consultant of some sort or a business developer of some sort that can help you that's already bridging that right that was my commitment when i decided to turn my balloon art business into a booking agency it was because i needed to learn how to do business in this age and balloon art was easy to sell and i was really good at it and it was easy for me to confidently be one of the best paid balloon artists in the city and learn how to talk to clients and stuff it was just an easy in and so but i knew i was stacking functions this isn't my passion this isn't what i want to do with my life but i'm going to take this guy's advice and start bridging it into the permaculture concept of grassroots motivation and i have pages and pages and documents and documents on bridging modern day business practices with permaculture principles and ideology and so forth and and um i've got several partially written books that I'm, we're going to put together to share this with people so that this information can help bridge people so they can watch this other conventional wisdom and not be blindsided by it, but learn how to interpret it um, within their sense of integrity and so forth. So uh, it's a dance, but there's definitely a bridge to be built there. Any ideas how we build that bridge? I think we've chatted about this before. Uh, how, how do you encourage people to actually, that these marketing techniques are more of a, you're putting your service in front of people instead of trying to sell them something that's not a decent product or you're not providing value? Well, see, that's that's kind of an interesting thing because there's, there's pockets of people like even, you know, where I live in Costa Rica where that are like, yeah, I've heard them down talk a friend for charging too much for their service or something as if they're like some billionaire propaganda you know profiteering you know mega pollutant that's putting all that money to bad use like 
we got to trust ourselves. We got to, we got to, we got to believe in each other and believe that we all, anyone in our culture who's doing permaculture, who's doing land projects, who's doing whatever to make a more ecologically and socially beneficial planet and humanity, we just got to like trust that they got the ethics thing dialed in. Um, you know, that's where innocent until proven guilty comes in useful because if we take time really seeing, judging our peers or, or people who are trying to do these things and ourselves when we have an integral product and we know it's got integrity and we know it's beneficial and we know we're not sleazy or low quality that we just say yes to promoting it, to supporting it, to buying it, to giving them a high five, no matter how much they can charge for the thing. Cause like there's nobody in our field that's charging such absurd rates that, that they're not fair. That, that ideology of distrust to capitalism and making money in the business world, that, that taboo that's set in, that's like got a people, a lot of people running away from as they build their projects rather than running to. Um, I think that's, those are the taboos that we need to identify and shed and just really be like, no, like we're not doing low quality, nothing. We're, we're, we're not doing lack of integrity, anything. You know, we're, we're, we're making sure we have enough money to like do the next thing for everybody, for the world, for our children's children. And like really, I don't know. So for me, that's, that's one thing that I work with entrepreneurs like you talk about mindset you gotta you can't teach what you can't sell right you know and it's like you have to it's i love how you said like um you know selling has to be part of executing your mission you can't execute your mission if you're not willing well, even, to just go for it if, even if you observe the kids or just infant people the kids if you have kids around when they want something they really push the agenda and even till the moment your elbow is nearly cracking. So they, they know how to reach the point with moral and ethics, basic like I need this and I need to you to understand that I need this. When you see kids, you understand how life is and uh, mar marketing and sales is just continuing with that, with that uh, process of, I want you to know what I need. And uh, if you want what I need, we can, we can collaborate, we can go together. And also in, I think, we, we, we have the tendency to criticize the, the people, the, the things that people over us are doing. You never will, you, you will never see people that are doing better than you criticizing, criticizing you. So that's mm -hmm. when, when I realized that that was uh, an automatization of silence for me because I'm, I'm have the tendency of criticizing and, and thinking, uh, well, having some jealousy and some, so those feelings I, I know that I have them. But once I understand that the people that are doing better than you will never think badly about you and will never criticize what are you doing or your prices because they are already doing their their, their dream. They are they are dreaming together with, with a higher standards. So uh, you will only receive uh, money criticizes or uh, these people is doing this because they are whatever. These, these thoughts only come from people that are in their way up and they feel you that you are upper or over them. Um, that's a lack of mentality because they think they cannot up. When I, when I understood and when I analyze myself, when I feel jealousy, the, the jealous, jealousy is a feeling that you have 
that is protecting you from uh, deeper feelings that you don't put light on. And when you analyze jealousy is that you think, you think you cannot allow yourself to go or have the, the others thing that they have. So in that, in that gap of I cannot have that, in that uh, lack uh, belief, uh, the the, be the the fastest and the easy way to protect you from having that feeling is to put jealousy and to criticize. So you make peace in your mind when you criticize it like, ah, that's a bad thing. So I, I'm in peace. And then you, the resentment and the jealousy is, is free to range wherever they go. And when I realize that, I automatically self-calibrate every time I feel because even in those days, in these days, I sometimes I I I I, I surprise myself like, oh, fuck, you have you are you are having jealousy, pure jealousy for this thing, and automatically I go there and boom, okay, I understand. This is my feeling. This is how it goes. And then this is not my culture. I don't want to to put uh, seeds on this veggie uh, garden. <laughs> I don't want to see the jealousy. My my culture is not like this. I want to just uh, raise and put put a focus on excellence and hard work. And if you have jealousy, have the telephone, call him and tell him, tell him that you want, you need to help him and you feel like uh, collaborating with this person. That's the jealousy. Real jealousy is that you don't allow yourself to connect with this person and tell him that you will love to do what he's doing and you don't know how to do it. That's the, that's the, the message, the pure message of jealousy for me. Wow, how insightful. Oh, sir, that's great. I love it. Yeah, the people, people that are doing now well, will you'll never find them criticizing people not doing as well as them. Like you'll people, you'll see people that are not doing well criticizing people who are further along. That's that's so insightful. And and you know, and that that all came, Cormac, from your question about how do we how do we build those bridges, right? The bridges are. are conceptual on one side they're they're just uh they're we create them by our taboos and by our judgments and so it operate in their decision making patterns i don't want that information because i saw you know walmart misuse it at some point like what mm -hmm. um this comes in there and with that release of judgment watch the material and just smile at all the hype and take notes and apply what works for you without uh, worrying about how much you're rejecting the things that doesn't apply to you. And I think that's another way to really build a, a bridge personally for anyone who wants to do that, the, that investigation and take those courses uh, with feeling like they're doing something good. Because again, like when I, when I was, developing my entertainment booking agency, I just knew I was, it was like, I was in school. I was just learning how to do business and like what I was doing wasn't evil. And so that felt good. And so I'm gonna just do it and learn how to do this business thing, learn how to create automation systems and make it easy to send people contracts and invoices and follow up emails and just make that easy, automated, done. Like, and pro and adding quality to the experience of the people that want to give me their money. They want to give yeah. me their money. 
they just want a quality experience when they do it. Yeah, we all like we all like uh, excellence when it happens to us. Like ah, you you realize somebody has put a lot of energy and 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 care in something you you realize and you yeah you really deeply receive it. So why why don't we just uh, put it onto permaculture realm and uh, give that quality and uh, that uh, care and then ask for for paper money, paper energy, which is money paper energy for that it's uh make peace with money that's a that's a big theme make peace with money and money yeah money we, we could make another podcast just on money yeah let's take it on the list all right uh well that's great and i, I like that segue sort of so learn sales and don't be afraid uh where they like money and what was the hard thing was uh let go of your taboos yeah just say it's okay <laughs> yeah just say it's okay for all kinds of people to do all kinds of business and mm -hmm. none of it is inherently worth rejecting you know mm -hmm. if there's a particular business doing a particular thing that's particularly not holistic integral then yeah like don't, don't give them your money but it's funny how much the same people that go on judging and judging and judging actually have a whole pocket full of people that they're giving money to regularly that they don't believe in, you know, and it's easier to scrutinize somebody else's decision or lack of doing it all than, you know, be more mindful of our own purchase decisions. Then study yourself when you criticize and you judge just automatization, why you judge, what is there that is for you? Why, 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 why would you put so much energy? It's amazing. Check and investigate. Follow the money. Follow you. I would say follow follow your judge. Follow your your judgment. Really put put insightful insight into that. You will find a, a treasure. You will find amazing shadows that uh, are are keeping you from from floating and and flying. At least uh, that was my experience for the last yeah lifetime. <laughs> So I was uh, taking this this mini course with Joe Vitale on clearing limiting belief systems or beliefs. And one of the exercises he taught was, uh, remember, it's it basically when you identify, if you're working with yourself or someone else and there's, there's an identified strong belief that's like bothering someone. I believe this and it's a problem kind of thing. Like when you identify that, you ask, um is that true okay it's true how do you know that it's true is that true and going down how do you know that that's true and dissecting some layers going a little deeper as to what is the thought pattern that's Especially if it's an objective statement that could possibly be not true by someone else's perspective. You know, because there's few absolute truths that um, are less arguable. So just like getting them to find to the point where it's like, okay, maybe that root of my belief, maybe, okay, maybe it's not entirely true. 
Um, and then the final question is, what would you prefer to be true? And to, you know, really get to that point where it's like, okay, maybe I kind of, maybe that's objective. Maybe that's, you know, my version of that. And then what would you prefer, like, how can you create a story that makes you feel good? Like, is there room for that? Like, actually, that was hard, and that was not what I expected, and that's not how I would do it. And it's true that the world doesn't suck, and I could see it as being actually even possibly beneficial, the mm -hmm. problems and the solution, right? Or the, the, the problems and the solution, find that. But that's the process that, that he walked us through is like, um, is that true? How do you know it's true? Is that true? There's another step in there, but essentially what would you prefer to be true? So, so di dissecting those limiting belief systems is superpower, freedom, identifying them. So we have limited beliefs, they already sell, and then you two guys of courses as well, they help with that. Uh, Jose, you want to just tell us about your uh, course coming up, your Perma Pro course, please? Yeah, thank you. So I'm launching in a few weeks. Uh, it's uh, www.joseansolera.com slash Perma Pro Workshop. And it's five days, free content for what I what I did learn, what what changed my professional life uh, as a as an entrepreneur with uh, permaculture landscaping. And then after that, if you want more, we have uh, after those five four days, we have a membership with coaching and grouper coaching and content in the vault for lifetime. Uh, who has another prize and. But already with those four days, you, you can learn to push your agenda and to start uh, moving forward in the activity, professional activity with permaculture and permac yeah, permaculture and landscaping company. That's great. And the, the link, we'll put the link in the description as well. Thank you. That was a pleasure. <laughs> uh, Jason, you have a course as well? Come on. Any tales over that? I no. do. It's a... Uh permaculture professionals uh, business development program. So we're going to get a cohort of uh, 15 permaculture graduates that want to get started using permaculture professionally. Like Jose was saying, like it's not really likely that everyone's going to be doing some big 20 or 100 hectare, you know, homestead design with all the, the bells and whistles and the community and the business and everything. You might just specialize in water catchment systems or beekeeping or something that really is just your passion um so but we're going to go through a three-month process together of business development and that's going to be including like from the very beginning like figuring out what is your magic sauce what is it that your community your, your area around you your region the people that you know what do they actually what's important to them and which one of those things are you really gonna just be like, you know what? I can see that's a need that people are saying that I'm gonna fill that. And then walking you through the process of developing your network and laying out all your goals and and uh, 
working it all out to, to the point where you know what functions your, your business needs to serve and breaking it down into systems and elements and making a smart design. So there's pre-recorded uh, modules and there's gonna be uh, kind of group mastermind calls. We help each other out, you know, because I got, I'll, I'll offer some Q&A sessions, but I really love it when all of the people are helping each other. I think that, that environment is just magical. Um, so, and then we, we learn to solve solutions that even haven't encountered yet. So lots of elements, there's gonna be some guest presenters and all that. So that's the program that's launching. We're going to start the program on February 24th. Uh, I've got an early bird uh, offering until February 9th. And uh, yeah, if anybody wants to jump in and learn more about that, you can actually go to regenerationnationcr.com forward slash vine. And uh, if you jump in there before February 9th, you'll have 22% off. And if you use that link to sign up, then I've got a free gift for you from one of my past events that I'm gonna send you along with the program, uh, invitation to the program. So uh, that's regenerationnationcr.com forward slash vine. Thanks very much, Jason. That link goes out in the description. Um, since there was doing courses, we have a course as well. Come right with everybody. <laughs> uh, pdcdpro.com, and it's teaching digital design. So if you're currently doing hand drawings, and do you want to sort of uh, learn how to do digital design using Affinity Designer? And uh, we also teach about how to build a website, technology stack, bit of AI, social media. Just So it's basically a permacultural uh, digital design and technology course. And uh, again, the links for the description. But uh, guys, any any uh, any finishing thoughts you have on on uh, entrepreneurship and permaculture? Yeah, um, it's it's a long journey. You you need to be um, surrounded by people that uh, support you. So find those. Uh, Online or inside, on in the in, in inside, yeah, have have people that support you, and if not, find them before anything. Find people that are two, three people that are really near you and understand where you're going, and uh, you feel that they will be with you for the next three to five to seven years because it's gonna be long and, and tough, and it's gonna be full of of happy moments and and. Yeah, you need to have that support also for sharing happiness. You need those people. So yeah, find people and then um, journal, have a journal, uh, write down all your wishes, objectives, uh, be accountable for yourself. So write it down and have your your blog notes and every night write down, every morning write down. It's very very important. I, I I felt a big change when I start to write my my obje my objectives and proposals. So and good luck. We have you are not alone. Remember you are not alone. We are there already, pioneer. So um, feel free to contact us when you, whatever you feel like. Thanks for watching and listening. Yeah, I think uh, my closing words, uh, well, they, they would have been pretty much what Jose just said is, is get support. Like, I love your opening comment that, you know, being a solopreneur in permaculture is weak. It's not, it's not resilient. And 
And I would say just being a solopreneur in general is so tough and like getting accountability buddies, getting into a program with other professionals that are supporting each other, just even having a coach, you know, is all, but that's what he was already saying. So I would say that the, the advice I'd have is, is um, make a plan if that's your jam, you know, there's, we're all different. Some people need to just go for it. And, and I've definitely just gone for it like a lot in my life. And that's really cool for some small undertaking. But if you're going to do something that's going to require investment funds or a long path or equipment or, you know, like, yeah, just if you have a feeling like I don't know how to start, then, you know, you're a permaculturist you know the design methodology lay it all out put out everything and then think like okay if i did hire a coach what would they ask me like what's your url what's your mission what's your vision what's who's your ideal customer what you know how does your product make their life better focus on the benefits um do research talk to people look at other websites gather all that information and just like get your head on the industry you want to embark on see who's local and doing stuff see people as colleagues not competition you know find out like hey i see you're kind of doing this and i kind of want to do this and i could see but if we didn't plan it it could look like we were competing but what if we just complement each other and then we're feeding each other business you know like i'm just starting off new i don't have to do all the things you're doing too you know so like designing your business in the holistic context of where you who you are and who you're doing business with and the environment like that process i i have a six-week program i take people on one one at a time and we they fill out an assessment form we just go through all of that and, and, and dive deep into the goals and stuff and like do that for yourself and lay it all out and then think like okay now out of everything i've gathered what do, what is if i start a business with the, the purpose of being financially regenerative and socially and environmentally positive like what are all the things this business needs to accomplish just like if you looked at somebody's landscape and said what are all the things that this landscape needs to accomplish and it's like all right how do what what systems would i need to create those if you don't know man ask chat gpt ask a blog you know i don't create content with the thing but you know, at least you could just search, you can ask the question, you know, what am I missing? What have I not thought of yet? And take the time to plan it, to, to really educate yourself, to get an idea as to what you're getting into before just getting discouraged from your, you know, from not doing that effort. And uh, yeah, you're a designer, be a designer, design your life, design your business. Great advice. It's been great having you on. Uh, a wealth of experience. Uh, I'll leave the links as well in the description to your individual uh, interviews that the audience want to find out more about you. Uh, they can do so through that links. Uh, and for the audience, thanks very much for listening. This has been the Permaculture Vine on Permaculture and Entrepreneurship. Thanks very much, Jason and Jose. It's been great. Thank you.